Okay, how do you start this thing off? This week on Listen to Us, Jason Mraz is here, and he looks like if Kermit the Frog got the Pinocchio treatment and became a real boy. That's true. That's a pretty accurate description. Kesh is here, and she doesn't have a dollar sign in her name any longer. No, she's professional now. And find out which old bachelor people are also uh, judges in the panel. That was poorly executed. I don't know. That's the best cold open we've had so far. It's time to talk about Listen to your heart We got Jamie and there's some drama And Julia's gonna lose her mind I don't understand why you sing it every time When we have like recordings of you singing it already Well, it's done now Okay Um, Okay Let's get let's get into the show. The show starts off a little different this time. Will there be date cards? Yeah. Yeah, yeah there are. Yeah, but there like are. it seems weird that there are. But anyway, Why? well, we'll get into that, I guess. Okay. Chris Hansen comes in. Yeah. And he says, mm-hmm. "What up, people? It's time to get real." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like cut this shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what we usually do in the last episode where you are finally allowed to say you love each other. Let's fucking move this gravy train along and jump to what is usually the finale. Yeah, and get you guys out. to walk it down. He was basically like, the structure of the rest of this show is gonna be. Um, heavily reliant on he- you guys <laughs> Heavily reliant on you guys getting along So he's going <laughs> to spend like a lot of time One on one Is basically what he said And yeah. like everything you do is together As like one unit He's basically like if you don't <laughs> like each other Like go Just home bail now. And then he even said specifically If you don't like each other We ask that you respectfully (laughs) Exit Basically saying like We film everything So if you don't just voluntarily Leave we'll straight up take you Out of here Yeah I mean it's It seems to be as we find out later Pretty much up to the producers who goes home Yeah So like he'll do it for you but he doesn't want to waste his Eliminations On doing it for you yeah, for sure. So after that, mm-hmm. uh, our boy uh, Gabe, I think actually this happens Gabe. in the. <laughs> who's Gabe? Are we going to do the Who's Gabe oh, conversation yeah, no, no, again? No, 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 I remember now, I remember now. You might know him as Who's Gabe? No, Who's Gabe. Yeah, 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 yeah. At some point, he goes to ask Savannah. He's like, Yo, Savannah, yeah. I know that I took Ruby. But, like, you're my girl, right? Like, yeah. we got this going. And Savannah. No, no, no. That's not what he said. Well, he's... He was, like, pretty much, if you... Like, I only am interested in you, mm-hmm. not anyone else. Okay, yeah. No, if you're fine. not interested in me, I'm straight up just going home. I'm going home. Because, like, I'm literally not even entertaining anyone else. Yeah. And but, like, he hadn't even been with Savannah. Savannah's been with fucking... Brandon and fucking talking to somebody else I thought yeah like he hasn't even been he's been nowhere like yeah, I don't know if it's just editing and they've edited anywhere. him out and like he's had conversations with people but like as far as I know he's just like in the fucking shadows he's everywhere but nowhere he's talking <laughs> to too keep, close you have to keep the microphone in front of your mouth he's in the shadows he's everywhere but nowhere 
And he just pop up, pops up all of a sudden with all of these opinions and is like, I'm Gabe. Like, this is how I feel now. And like, what are you going to say about it? And it's like, I don't know, man. Where the fuck have you been? <laughs> yeah. Like, I understand. I feel like that's editing. I feel like our boy Gabe got like a bad shake of the editing. I didn't even know who he was until this episode. I was finally like, oh, yeah, Gabe, the guy right. I always don't remember. And then. Uh, Maybe. I mean, that sucks. And then he sucks yeah, to be Gabe. said. Uh, I'm only staying if Savannah wants me. And Savannah said, no. Yeah, obviously. No, I'm so cl- I've been very clear that I'm into Brandon. She's into Brandon. And he said, okay, I appreciate the talk. Uh, I'm going to go have a quick chat with Ruby, who I brought into this episode. And then, pink hair. Yeah, Ruby Pink Hair um, is not happy to hear that he never... No, she was devastated. Yeah, she was very unhappy. She was really upset. She she felt like she didn't get a fair shake, which, considering she was there for about 20 minutes, is fair. Fair. But most of the people in that house have knee-jerk reactions to shit. Yes. And if you came in <laughs> and you were, like, a compelling enough person... Yeah. They would fucking drop whoever they're with and hook up with you, 100%. Yeah, but nobody's nobody's coming in anymore. We didn't cover that. I know, I'm just saying, Ruby. Yeah. She was complaining that like she didn't think any of the other people gave her a fair chance. Yeah. But I think they did. They just like were like, "Eh, I like the person I'm with more. Yeah. I'm not switching." Yeah. Yeah, I would say and that's like, fair. And, like, you can't really blame them for that. They're allowed to do that. Well, and they were just put under pressure to do that. It was, like, from now on, oh, man. Guys, so... Oh, fuck The me. pot people are going to come out it's soon? Twi- they're, no, they're 13 minutes. They're 13 minutes early. They're 13 minutes early. They haven't come out with the pots, but they are scouring the area. They're the looking for their old lady friend. Yeah. Who comes and bangs some pots and bless all the health workers. I swear to God, if this motherfucker starts the pot banging. At 7.10? At 7.10, I'm going to open the door and tell him to shut the fuck up. I'm going to fire Nerf bullets at him. I promise you. It's going to be a Nerf onslaught. <laughs> He's going to get fucking... I'm going to build a Nerf machine gun. Or an egg machine gun. I'm going to huck eggs at him. Okay, we're off track. All right. Sorry, everyone. There's a lot of off-mic talk. Off mic and off track with Brett and Caitlin. Did we say the name of the podcast? Hey, welcome to Listen to Us. We already got way past that. All right, cool. Um, we were talking about <clears throat> um, Gabe asking Savannah. Yeah, so then he and Ruby are gone. They're done. They didn't have what it takes. Ruby went home, they cried the whole time. They could have both sad, been, sad. interestingly, the best musicians on the program. I don't think we heard a single note from either of them. Yeah, I didn't hear either of them saying. So the music element on this show is questionable. Yeah, I don't know um, about that. But we'll get into that later, I think. So yeah, who else went home? Uh, I think that was it. Just those two? I think it was just those two. And, and then, then everyone else coupled up and by everyone else. Well, then, actually, uh, real quick, uh, Julia swung in to talk to Savannah also. Oh, yeah. And oh, said, hey. And I we just didn't mention, <laughs> at the beginning of the episode... Brandon, who chose Savannah, went up to Julia and was like, yo, just so you know, I know Sheridan's into you, and I knew he was going to pick you at the rose ceremony, so that's why I chose Savannah, but I'm still interested in you. Yeah. So, like, let's keep things going. And then fucking Gabe goes to Savannah, 
does the whole ultimatum thing. Serena's like, nah, Later. into Brandon. Then Julia goes to Savannah, Savannah. and says, just you know? No, actually, it was all the girls. She was talking to all the girls. And she was like, um, I Brandon talked to me. But there was later a one-on-one. There so was like later a one-on-one, no yeah. I, and then told her everything Brandon said. And then Savannah was all upset with Brandon because she was like, I didn't know the extent of your relationship. Yeah. And then um, Brandon really backpedaled. Uh, yeah, he was also like super chill about the whole thing. He was like, oh my God. He, so what do you want to do? <laughs> do you want to keep dating me or do you not? He's a douchebag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he's a smart enough guy yeah. that he carefully chooses his words. Yes. In a way that they uh, could be interpreted in multiple ways, both that will serve him positively well, yeah, in his, each situation when he's delivering he it ambiguously yeah. enough that he can change he can, can change the meaning it and yeah. be like well it means i didn't say that i yeah. i i said this and that meant like i didn't clearly say that i don't know he is a smart enough guy that way but the girl should be smart enough yeah to know that what shit he's up to you know you got to be able to figure out what shit people are up to quick interjection to say that's all postmodernism is i'm a dumbass don't listen to me i mean you could just cut that out I can't, because it was while you were talking, and my voice gets picked up on your microphone, so every time I cut myself out, I can hear myself in the background. Oh, that sucks. Well, Even when I'm speaking, like, very low and close up to the mic like this. Uh, Very crafty way of speaking, Brandon. Yeah. Uh, But it'll only get you dumb girls. Uh, Yeah, but I think that might be his type. Yeah, maybe, so good work. You really (laughs) nailed the... Sales tactic of that market. Yeah. Well, because then he can do shit, like go back to Savannah and say, hey, everything's pretty chill. Like, you're kind of, like, it's not that big of a deal. Anyway, uh, I like you. Uh, I did say that to her, but, like, I like you. You're my focus. Like, whatever. Chill out. I didn't know I had to pick somebody before Chris Harrison came in. And that was when I had that conversation. And Chris Harrison came in and told me I had to pick somebody. So I pick you. But I didn't have to pick anyone before. And, like... I know everyone's wondering what happened to Sheridan. And nothing. He's still there. He didn't go home. (laughs) He's supposed to be with Julia. But she wants to figure out what's going on with Brandon. And he's super upset by that. But also... Well, he's mostly upset by it because He's not leaving Julia. uh, Straight up, I like Brandon more than you, I think. So you better be ready for that. Like, she kind of came Yeah, she did pretty much say that, yeah. Um... But I think that was all just foreshadowing for the future character development where we find out that Julia's the worst. Yeah. That girl sucks. Yeah, she's a real pot stir, that one. Yeah, she's the worst. She's so, a chill. Uh, Brandon talks to Savannah. She says, oh, okay, yeah, like I understand. We're, we'll get back together. Uh, Julia loses her mind. She's now uh, very much in love with Brandon because he said, six words to her at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. All right. Date cards. There's going to be date cards, which was unexpected to me. I didn't think there were going to be date cards. Now that he They was already like, had date cards. No. Not on this episode. Like in other episodes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Chris Harrison just came in and said, lock it down. Like, there's no question who you're taking on the date. You're just sending two of them on a date at this point. Yeah, but this is a whole, like, build your love connection. Thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. So you have to like go on dates and spend time together to do that. Fair enough. All right. Well, they sent. They sent. Uh, remember who got the first one? Of course you don't, because it was Becca and Danny. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and you forgot who they were. Yeah, I did forget who they were. Um, they're boring. Yeah. So their date was that they went and shopping. Met. They went shopping. <laughs> they met a stylist. I remember that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and they, yeah, I remember, put on very similar clothes to what they're already wearing. Uh, I think she got a new top, if I remember correctly. Got a new shirt. Oh, great. <laughs> if so, like, what a weird date to send people on. To send them somewhere, to the st- getting styled and getting clothes, I'm assuming, hoping they got those for free or some shit, if they didn't. Well, the, the stylist was also like a promotional thing. Like that was a famous stylist, right? Sure. But the photo shoot was weird. Oh, I forgot about the photo shoot. Doing a photo shoot as like a date is really weird. It's weird. I wouldn't be into that at no. all. That would be very uh, But you're not a theater. You're not a theater girl. And she is a theater girl. And that's like a little more up her alley, I think. Maybe. Very odd. Weird as hell. What do you learn about someone at a photo shoot with them? Uh, well, after they were allowed to get in the hot tub or whatever, she learned what his fucking tonsils tasted like. Did so. they get into a hot tub? Or a pool. Oh, yeah. They got wet and wild. They got wet and wild. <laughs> what was the other date? Uh, the other date. I didn't see a date card for the other date, but the other date was Natasha and Ryan go to a concert and they sing back up at it. And oh, I yes. think the guy who was at the concert singing uh, was a bachelor or somebody? No. The guy who was at the concert singing... Chris Lane. Yeah, was married to uh, Lauren Bushnell, who was the a bachelor contestant for What's His Nuts' series. Fucking, he looks like a wiener. And he chose her, too. And they got engaged, but then he broke up. Ben Harris. Was his name Ben oh, Harris? Oh, that was the season? Or Ben something. That fucking wiener. Ben Higgins. Benefin Higgins. Weenie. Benjamin Higgins. Yeah. He chose Lauren. They broke up. She married country artist. Now country artist is on... Fucking Bachelor spinoff, whatever this show is called. Love is here. I think they played like a video of her in the background of the concert. Yeah, Yeah. they did. And she came out and was like, hi, (laughs) I'm So, yeah, they went on a date to that, Natasha and Ryan, and they sang backup vocals. Yes. For some reason. Yes, they did. But it was also like not a real concert, was it? Yeah, it was oh, a real no, concert. Oh, no, it was, yeah. yeah. Was it like the House of Blues or something? Yeah, it was, it was a, legit. It was a legit concert. They went when he was doing, like, um, whatever it's called when you do it before the real time. Oh, Rehearsals. yeah, the sound check? Sound check, yeah. Right. They went then. That's why it was empty. But then they were also there for the actual event, and then that's when they went that's on stage. That's when they went sung. on stage, yeah. And they were like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. I didn't expect this. Why did they... I thought they just had us standing at the front of the wings so we'd be, we would be in the way every time they wanted yeah. the end of a new guitar or whatever. Maybe that's why they got us to sing this song on the stage during soundcheck. Yeah. yeah what an odd situation. Never expected that. Uh, and that was that plot line. That was all we heard, I think, today from Natasha and Ryan. 
I mean, yeah, they liked each other. They're, uh, they're a weird couple. Yeah. She seems like a very strong woman, and he seems like a little bitch. A little bitch. So. Um, all right, that's the dates. You know what it's time for? What? A Julia check-in. How's Julia doing? Is she okay still? No. No, no she's, she's not. <laughs> no, she's going to take Savannah aside. Yeah, she because she thinks Savannah's fake. A fake ass bitch. She's like, you don't actually like Brandon. I yeah, can tell because, because I met you two weeks ago, approximately, maybe three. Yeah. Uh, maybe three weeks ago. Who knows? And uh, in three weeks, I was able to learn all of your facial expressions and what they mean to you personally. <laughs> yeah. And I learned that. Yeah, she was on some fucking Paul Ekman shit. Yeah, that you are not interested people, in Brandon. Two people out of a billion are gonna get i guess and well those two people won't be listening to this yeah they won't be the ones who listen to our garbage podcast anyway i'd like to take this moment to thank uh all i'm gonna guess this episode maybe six of you who listen to this podcast that's optimistic we're having a lot of fun making it sure yeah caitlin doesn't have any comment on that (laughs) (laughs) uh all right yep uh, Savannah was not very receptive to no, that. No, not uh, receptive. She was like, hey, uh-uh-uh. I don't really know who you think you are. Swerf bitch. <laughs> yeah, you got to get out of my face. Yeah, and like, don't mm-hmm. question my character. I think mm-hmm. she said some shit like that. Yeah. Um, and that brings us to the final performances. So we're finally doing the music thing. Everybody was assigned their songs. Yeah, they all got assigned songs that they had to practice. And they practiced Julia, uh chugged wine while crying a lot on the balcony watching brandon and savannah rehearse their song which is i want you to want me by cheap trick okay wait i was actually so i was i was like watching a few clips because i was trying to like make notes for the show um and uh i think julia got a bad edit in that situation? Yeah. Maybe. On that one specifically. Because, like, later Sheridan goes to her on the balcony. Like, two seconds later, he goes out onto the balcony. Yeah. And she's, like, in the exact same position. Hmm. So it looks like they took, like they made her look a lot more, like, vindictive than she actually was. Right. She was still, like, not cool in any way. But I think she was um, a little bit, like, over vilified. In the edit. Maybe, possibly. Uh, let me be clear, though. She still sucks. Yeah. Um, okay, final performances. So everyone got assigned songs. Uh, Rudy was pretty nervous about it. Yep. Jamie was extremely nervous about it. Yeah, she's freaking which out. Which raises the question for the third week in a row. Jamie, why did you sign up for this show? Yeah, I don't understand why she signed up. I mean, to be fair, though, like, I signed up for a lot of shit thinking, like, uh, nothing will happen. Yeah, but, like, at some point, you got to look at the show that you're about to go on. Yeah, but then there's, like, casting, and you probably do another interview and do all of that. Yeah. At some point, you got to realize, like, I don't like singing in front of people, and that's this entire program. Mm -hmm. Um, anyway, whatever. Uh... Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention that now that Julia's been de- denied uh, by Brandon, yep. she's in love with Sheridan. Yeah, she's all about Sheridan. Best. Yeah. Sheridan's her main man. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get into the songs. 
Matt and Rudy did uh, Sean Mendez. Big ups to our Canadian brethren. Nice work, bud. Uh, Fallen <laughs> All in You by Sean Mendez. Um, not one I was super familiar with, to be honest. You were, I think. Yeah, I know this song by the lovely Sean Mendez of Pickering, Ontario. What, do you, what did you think of the performance? I don't know. Like, it wasn't bad, but it sounded like some fucking coffee shop version of Sean Mendez's song, you know? Uh, Everything sounded, yeah, I want that to, just to be clear, everything sounded like a garbage coffee shop version, except maybe the next one of whatever song it was. Yeah. Um, the They got a thumbs up from the judges. Mm-hmm. Um, I rewatched the performance and I wrote down that it was bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, Rudy had some pipes. Rudy sounded yeah. good. Yeah, Rudy carried that. Matt, Matt looked like a weenie. fine, yeah. Um. Then we got Chris and Bree. They did Beyond by Leon Bridges, which is a bit of a tall order, I think. Yeah. Yeah, you don't touch Leon Bridges. Yeah, it's unnecessary. Just leave but Leon alone. Chris was all right on the track. Yeah, Chris wasn't bad. Bree was pretty good on the track. Like, not as good as Chris, but like... They were way too touchy-feely. Yes. Wasn't uh, into that. Uh, it says here that Jason... Uh, Accused Brie of loving the audience more than she does Chris. Oh, interesting. Uh, which is a weird thing to say because honestly, um, it's all like they made it very clear that like you want to win, make a lot of eye contact and hold hands. Like yeah. that's how you win. It doesn't matter how good you sing. They were visibly wincing. Jason Raz and Kesha were like visibly yeah, wincing they, during. Yeah. Half the performances. It's true, they did. I'm looking so confused. At one point, Jason Mraz, uh, like, he went through a whole four emotions in, like, a quarter second of a shot. Yeah, and none were really that good. And at the end, he was like, oh, it was a pretty good performance. But, like, was it, though? Because it doesn't yeah, look no, like you garbage. thought it was a pretty good performance. Uh, actually, most of the time, I, I found that the performance compliments came from uh, the other judges, who I forgot to mention. Jordan and JoJo. Jordan and JoJo, from a Bachelor fame from the Bachelor Nation. One day it'll be us. No. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, fuck it. Uh, it was a pretty good one. Next up was Danny and Becca. They did Ho Hey by the Lumineers, which is a very fucking good song. Yeah, it is a good song. Um, and they did the worst coffee shop version of it. I wouldn't even call it a coffee shop version of it. It was like... She was L- a learning theater. your guitar version of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, That's what I would compare it to. It was not great. Was that the one? And where that wasn't an insult, by the way, to whoever was in the band and was the guitarist no, of that was, performance. This was the one where he played guitar and started the track, right? Or was that Matt? No, that was Matt and Rudy. That was Matt and Rudy. Oh, I got to go back to them for a sec after. But um, yeah, he. They. It dragged. There was none of the like, oh, hey, that makes the whole. The song. pace was all gone. The pace. They was made fucked. it into this weird like. It was ballad. horrible. It yeah, was it was a ballad, and it was weird and it was horrible. And Danny the whole time, who has the face of a child, and he's just constantly like smiling like. Yeah. He. It was just weird. Not good performance. Horrible. 
Two I think they ten. did it sitting down too. They did do it sitting down. Yeah. Um, the judges for that one said, eh. Next up, everybody's favorites, Brandon and Savannah. They did. Okay. Well, you keep eating strawberries, to be honest, because I've got a lot to say about this. Okay. Um, they did a song called I Want You to Want Me by Cheap Trick. Now, Cheap Trick uh, were like a punk band. So, like... He put his notes down to say this. Yeah, I'm... I'm this is all off the off the dome. I got a lot of opinions about this song. Anyway, Cheap Trick are like a punk band. And so we didn't need like a ballad version of it. And everybody turned everything into a love ballad for this because they thought that's how they were going to sell um, their uh, romantic connection. But no, that's not it. Eye contact was the key. Oh, my God. It's three minutes until the pop people come out, and I swear to God, if they interrupt my rant about I Want You to Want Me by Cheap Trick. When I was a kid, I used to go to every... My dad was a season ticket holder for the least popular sporting franchise in history, the Toronto Toronto Rock. Rock. And the Toronto Rock were just up and coming, and they were winning everything because they had all the Canadian players because everybody wanted to stay in their home Uh, Because they were getting paid like eight grand a season to play and to ruin their bodies. Everybody was a cop or a teacher or something, and it was rad. And they had this uh, pair of dudes with an acoustic guitar called like It Takes Two or some shit. And there were two guys with like bleach blonde hair. One of them had bleach blonde hair. One of them had brown hair. And they would just play like whatever songs. They like repeated them here and there, but whatever. It was kind of like a good 90s two white guys with acoustic guitars kind of jam. And that's what people were into in the 90s. And then they replaced them with a band called Sister Satellite, which was a woman dressed in some variation of my nan's textiles, like either a couch print or a curtain print or a tablecloth. She looked super weird every game. And you know what she's saying? Every game, she's saying, I want you to want me by Cheap Trick. And the lyrics are horrible. Every fucking, the whole thing is just like the same formula, the entire fucking song. The melody is nothing, and it's the same fucking melody, the entire goddamn song. And I can't listen to it anymore. And I didn't think it could get worse than the original. Oh, fucking pop people. I'm supposed to have another, like, (laughs) 60 seconds. And uh, I've never heard a version uh, that I liked. Uh, the original? The, I hate the original too, but it's the best one. Don't get me wrong. The original is the best one by far. If I have to listen to one, that's it. If I had to be in hell for the rest of my life and they wanted to play the most annoying thing, it would be a combination of I Want You to Want Me by uh, Brandon and Savannah Uh-oh. on this show. Uh Fused with percussion from these goddamn pot people, and now we can't record the podcast for another five fucking minutes. Oh, they finally get to go out. There they go. Their destiny. Okay. Banging the pots. I wonder if they see us trying to record a podcast. Think of fuck. I know, but it would be funny if they saw. Just so they knew what they were doing to us. All right, we're back at it. All right, well, that was the end of my... Uh, I'm done yelling about how much I hate that song by Cheap Trick. Do you like any songs by Cheap Trick? What's the other one they have? Uh, there is another song I like by them. There's the one about, like, the mother? 
Mother Mother. I Mother Earth. What is it? Yeah, Cheap Trick sucks. Um, but they're a punk sucks. band, and sometimes punk bands should suck, and like they're good in that way. Um, and they're good in a way that is not replicatable between uh, Danny, no, not Danny, Becca, Brandon, and Savannah. Who's next? Next up, uh, Natasha and Ryan sang the all time worst cover. Stay. Oh yeah, Stay by, by Rihanna, Rihanna. Michiaka. Horrible. They made it into like a reggae bop kind of. But so not neither like of really. them have the Natasha kind of, but neither of them have the range of Rihanna and the OG singers. I'm so glad you brought that up. And when they adjusted it so much to compensate for that that the whole song was horrible. That was the one where he didn't bother going low enough in the Harmony, right? Yeah, because he just like couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah, that and was, it was garbage. So lame. And it ruined the harmony in like the fucking chorus. Like, don't fuck with the chorus. Yeah, and on top of all of that, she was a very like strong singer. Like, she had really good vocals. So his weak ass singing was just completely overpowered by her. Yeah, he would like come in like a shy child and be like. And I want you to stay in there. And then she'd come in and be like, Rah! Yeah. Like singing so loud. And yeah, that was that was terrible. I didn't like that. The it judges pretended they did. Yeah. They but I saw fucking Mraz wince yeah, once or twice went, that was when during that so fucking confused, performance. Right? So I know deep down he didn't like it, yeah. but he's a little shithead. So lies about <laughs> shit. Do you want to talk more about, you're not going to get a better segue than that. If you want your platform to talk about how Jason Mraz is worse than his music. No, I don't need to go on a huge rant. All I'll say is Google the words Jason Mraz and Trista Pettyman. Prettyman, I think it is. Google will definitely figure it out And that's it. And then you'll read enough information about how much of a douche he is. I haven't read that. I've just like seen him and heard his records and like seen him in interviews. And he always seemed like a big old douchebag. Not as bad as those uh, stories you've led me to um, understand are. Well, I thought he was a fuck boy, but like he's on, on top of that, he's like a really he bad He is a fuck boy. But on top of that, he's like a really bad dude, maybe? He's a fuck boy. He wrote, I'm yours up to, for her. And okay, then but wait, they were did, dating. He, did he or was that Sheridan's song trick? It could have been a Sheridan song trick. I don't know. But either way, was under the impression that that was written for her. They got engaged and then were engaged for a year. And then he was on tour and then he called her and then was like, hey, guess what? We ain't engaged anymore. And then she was like, what do you mean? He's like, I'm done with that. Hmm. We out, so please don't ever contact me again. And then he blocked her from everything, so like she couldn't even contact him. Mm. That's fucked. Yeah. That's some fuck shit. I would just like on my personal like, um, for personal reasons, I would like to posit that everybody calls Kanye West an asshole, and Kanye West ain't pulling that shit. Kanye West is just going manic and going to talk to President Trump. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, anyways, 
He's looser. Winced during that performance. Definitely Ag- didn't like it, but Again, everyone pretended like, that they liked it. Looks like Kermit the Frog. Yeah. Like painted flesh color. Yeah, he looks like a weenie. Um, Who's next? I did like his first album, Curbside Prophet. Um, next up was Jamie and Trevor. Jamie literally, uh, well, okay, not literally, figuratively shitting her. Yeah, she was really pants. fucking nervous. As she didn't do too bad. No, well, she did okay. She sounded kind of like shit, but like she sounded like she shit. did pretty good considering like she was too nervous to even like go on stage. She sounded like shit specifically earlier. in a uh, tightness in her throat that was like nerves. nerves. You yeah. could hear nerves yeah. was the problem. Yeah. So other than that, she was fine. And yeah. she did settle in a bit. Uh, Trevor did okay. I what don't know song what is that. Uh, it was I Could Use a Love Song by Marin oh, Morris Marin. again. Yeah. I don't know what's up with Jamie and Mara Morris, but, like, that's all she sing anymore. Yeah. Uh, but I think the producers picked this one. So the producers did pick that one. She yeah. picked it last time. Yeah, uh, it was weird and awkward, uh, but uh, Jason Mraz did call it inspirational. Sure. Um, yeah, we so skipped one. We skipped the worst one somehow. No, we didn't. We got all of them. That's all of them. Didn't somebody do a really bad Backstreet Boys? Oh, yeah. Someone did do Backstreet Boys. Who the fuck did Backstreet Boys? Shit, I didn't write that down. Uh, hang on. I'll look it up. Wait, wasn't that Julian Sheridan? Was it? Yeah, I didn't write them down. Yeah, it was Julian Sheridan. Julian Sheridan. Okay, yeah. I got to mention, earlier in the episode, Sheridan was just like... Ripping on the guitar, just like playing whatever he wanted and just kind of like having a bit of a vamp, just saying whatever he wanted. Uh, and it was good. Like he was legitimately very good. Mm-hmm. And I was so happy to see that because uh, Chris, I think, was the only person who's really shown promise of being like somebody pretty talented. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're all going to have to go see them on tour. <laughs> when? Never. Because yeah, no. we're not allowed, nobody's allowed to what? go on tour. What? Sorry. What Backstreet Boys song was it? As Long As You Love as Me, As Long right? As You Love Me. Okay, this is my comment that was on the As Long one. As You Love Me. I think that was what... Uh, now we got ducks on the podcast. I'll FaceTime her in a minute. Um, um, the, the, that was the one that I was complaining about earlier where he didn't do the harmony right. Who you Yeah, are. but also my, my comment on this is if you do As Long As You Love Me, just change up the whole like thing. Don't sing the song. As exact a way, shop. yeah. It was Version. like originally something. You gotta change up the whole pace. Yeah, you gotta do something with it. Yeah. And they did nothing with it. Um, I'm glad we had that because I realized that. And then apparently the judges got to choose who got roses, what yeah, couples off got roses, and what couple would go home. So and, obviously and the producers wanted to kick someone off and make them go home. Well, and also, uh, well, I guess that's how the show goes now, right? Yeah. But on top of that, they, um, oh, fuck, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, they were told explicitly not to pick based on how good they are at music, but by how in love they look. Yeah. So basically make a bunch of eye contact and then you're good. Yeah. And that was the notes everybody got. This is a bullshit show that is not about music and they were wrong to lie to us about it. Um, And then Becca and Chris went home. Becca and Danny. Oh, Danny. Becca and Danny. Yeah. Which Which I think I called last week. 
Yeah, you did call. I was like, we're done with them. Haven't heard from them since they showed up. Don't have time for it. Um, all right, and next week some other shit's going to go down. I didn't watch next time on because I don't want to live my life like that. Yeah, I didn't either. All we'll right. find out. That's what we're going to find out. All right, thanks for listening. This has been Listen to Us. I'm Brett Simpson. I'm Kayla Buck. You can reach us at listen to us, the podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, all four of you. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye.